Hi, and welcome to another episode of Melanated Words. I am your hostess, Jackie Boyd, and welcome to a community where we speak freely and openly on our array of topics, respectfully. Um, again, my name is Jackie Boyd, and I am just going to dive right into um, my topic tonight. Um, I do have a very special friend of mine. And I would like for her to introduce herself and kind of share what we're going to share with you all tonight. I'm going to let her lead the show tonight. Go ahead, Sonia. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Sonia Kaiser. Um, I am a dear friend of Jackie. She is a dear friend of mine. Uh, we met go through a mutual friend and we just clicked and have been friends ever since. Um, tonight's topic, we're going to be diving into, um, uh, I guess, in a, like a um, body image, self-love, um, right. maybe even body dysmorphia. Jackie mentioned it first. It's her topic. Uh, picture of K. Michelle. And we we both felt that that was a topic that needed. Uh, right. So Jackie, I'm going to let you kind of kick off what you saw when you saw her picture. Okay. So when I initially saw K. Michelle's picture, maybe about four, a couple of days, it might have been last week. I saw her picture and I immediately said, oh my gosh, I almost did not recognize who K. Michelle was. Um, I immediately called Sonia and said, you know, this picture kind of reminds me so much of me, myself. And what I did was I, I kind of wanted, because Sonia knows a lot um, of things and, and issues that I've had and still struggle with, um, so let me first say, sorry, let me backtrack. Let me first say this is no jab by no means at K. Michelle because I really adore her um, and what she represents, the things that she has um, come forward to speak on, her bravery, uh, speaking on certain things. So this is not a jab at K. Michelle. When I saw K. Michelle, my first words to Sonya was, I see hurt. Yes. She's a beautiful lady. She looks very, very pretty. However, um, I know, and, and everybody else knows it, that no K. Michelle, if you, you have been even out from under the rock and ever heard of her name, you would know that she has gone through a lot in the public eye. So um, K. Michelle, to me, um, I think struggles with a lot of issues. And one way of covering or wanting to be accepted is to alter herself. So she initially started with her body. And of course, um, she has some issues with um, those operations that later um, basically it was a um, life or death situation that came from that. So she struggled with that and 
Um, then later, she started talking to more about things that happened in her life personally. Um, whether she went from talking about her parenting or the um, men that she's had in her life and the things that she's gone through. Now, I personally don't think that all of this altering, uh, the altering that she's doing to herself is so much from grown adult life. I think a lot has to do with however she may have grown up, she may have experienced certain feelings that she had to suppress. Maybe she was bullied. Maybe she felt unloved. Maybe she was verbally abused. I don't know. This is just my opinion. Again, I'm not coming down on her because I can relate. Um, but I now see that she's also working on her face. She's beautiful now. She's beautiful. But I looked at a old picture versus the new picture now. And I say, oh, my God, she's beautiful. But she was beautiful anyway to me. Right. But I feel like a lot of people are a lot of celebrities. But now that we're talking about Kay Michelle, I honestly think with everything she said and everything that she's presented to the public that she's hurting. And that's her way of trying to hide and come and be a different person. Because as you know, she was trying to change her name from K. Michelle and just calling her Kimberly now. She don't, she wasn't going by K. Michelle. And I don't know what the country album or the, the country, um, new country thing she's on now, if she's going by Kimberly or if she's going by K. Michelle. That's what our conversation started off. And then... Sonya and I started talking and I was like, you know what? Why don't we jump on melanated words and we start to talk about it. Right. So um, that's what we was talking about. Now share your thoughts, Sonya, because that's how we chimed in on getting on the conversation anyway. And I just, exactly. we just went back and forth from there. Exactly. Um, I, I think I have similar feelings as you. Um, regarding Kay Michelle, when I look at what she's done and when I saw the picture and saw that her face looked a little different, it was still a beautiful face, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I thought she was beautiful before, you know, mm -hmm. I always thought she was a, a, a pretty, you know, young person. Um, and knowing that I followed her on the reality shows and yes, reality shows are not really reality, but right. she did bring up some topics that I thought were heartfelt. Right. Um, it was heartbreaking when she was talking about um, when she with whoever she was dating that was that's now dating someone else um, mm -hmm. and the abuse she she suffered and people didn't believe her. Right. And you know that was heartbreaking for me to watch and I felt like that was a sincere moment. Mm -hmm. I, I I often wonder how. You know, it, it's it's heartbreaking when you're a regular person and nobody believes you. The abuse that you've, you've endured under a person and everybody seems to love that person that, you know, was physically abusive to you. But then to do it on a public forum right. and express abuse by a person and people still don't, you know, right. um, that's a lot of pain that you have to suck up 
and just push through yeah. and deal with it. And I don't know that many people that do that in a public forum, you know, What's and me? she's raising children and right. trying to do music and have family relationships and trying to date, etc. Um, so I think that there are a lot of things going on inside of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I really maybe she could do some sort of, I know she did a little bit of a documentary, but I, I would like more from her um, mm-hmm. in her healing process. Right. Um, I remember her saying that she never felt like she was pretty um, people may not have really considered her pretty, and I really didn't understand. I believe her in her experience, but she's so pretty. It's like, right. how could people treat her or tell her that she's not pretty? And you know, I think that may be the reason why she suppressed so much that all she could do at this point was start to alter herself because she has been maybe beat down to that point where she's been told she wasn't pretty and um you know that also has a lot to do with how you choose the person or people that you have in your life because you know um you want someone to uplift you but if you get someone that one next person to take you back to that time where they told you you were ugly or you was unattractive and that get in your head. That's why I believe that she honestly had already endured so much before adulthood. For her to make that comment, she never felt pretty. Mm-hmm. Makes me think that maybe something happened when she was younger, and it's it, it kind of stuck with her throughout the years, and um, with the relationships, they wasn't very kind to her either. Um, and that is what makes me think she she had to do something to try to uh, be accepted. So she she's pretty, but after being told that so much, you can believe that if, if you're you know weak, which she's young, you know if she was younger, you you're gonna believe what younger you know when you're younger, the younger mind all is fed. If it's fed negativity, you're gonna eventually believe that so she really probably didn't never really think she was pretty and I think that's what got her to the point of starting to work first she started on her body mm-hmm. she started on her body and I remember um from the show one of the reasons why she had her teeth fixed was because someone had knocked them out basically um, had damaged um, and then it that's a you know and then when you're in the public eye everyone wants a nice smile that's that's basic that's a non-issue um, yeah. I think that the pressure to be beautiful so it's like if you have trauma in your life the trauma that could have started from when she was very young elementary mm-hmm. school you mm-hmm. know um, there was trauma when she was dating that person that she 
said television that abused her. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. know everyone in the past or has tried to abuse her in the past. We definitely know about that person. Right. Um, and then you have the the industry to look a certain way. And I I don't and know she where had two. She had two um guys that were already in the limelight that um kind of um brought some havoc or sh- she stated kind of was not a good relationship for her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that one guy. It was another guy because she that's another one she had confessed that things was not going well and nobody wanted to believe her. These right. guys were very um I, I guess they were already powerful in the industry or in the um celebrity world so to speak that you know even though she was making her way I guess they didn't want to believe that these people would bring the hurt to her. And we don't know their story but we do know that um, with one, that was a repeated thing. So it, it, it happened. She said it happened to her. And right. lo and behold, the next person that that person dated also had the same concerns. So. Um, I'm sincere when she talks about it. I don't. Yeah. Yes. She see a person she does not strike me as the type of woman that would make up a story publicity that kind of a story for publicity I just don't get that from her um I think that once your your self-worth has been altered once your self-esteem has just been smashed to bits it makes you more um right. and and when you have these women you know out here getting the 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 butt jobs and the boob jobs and all the light and everybody's you know doing all kind of things and 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 damaging their their hair you know cuz cuz after a while some of that stuff and then you're trying to fig- get do things to get your hair to grow back, and and right. and it's a it's a risk. It's a it's a life risk every time you go under the needle for breast implants or a boob job or whatever. Um, I think that once you have that level of trauma, and you're in the industry, being in the industry makes it worse, um, and you're starting to look outward it's easy to think that, well, if I make my body look like this, they will accept. If I do this, they will accept me. And the thing of it is, is that one of the things that I've learned is that how you about yourself, how you treat yourself is how other people will treat you. Absolutely. You know, there are other singers who do not fit the typical Instagram model look. You know, they're not light skinned with the long hair and the puffed lips and everything. And they are doing fine. 
Right. Um, I assume they're doing fine. I don't know these other women personally, but you know, their careers, they they don't seem to be looking outward to fix something. They seem to be okay with themselves. And I look to people like Jennifer Hudson, like Fantasia, you know, K. Michelle can sing. That girl can sing. She doesn't just sing. She can sing. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, just like Jennifer and Fantasia, they sing, but they're not the knife and doing all those things to their bodies not saying they haven't experienced any trauma or anything you know like that um they have each had their own experiences and their own traumas you know uh Fantasia put definitely Jennifer Hudson as well you know she lost her all of her family uh, um nephew sister mom um and she was going through her thing with her husband at the time too um, yes, I, I do say that the difference may be, and this is me talking from personal experience, uh-huh. support is everything. So maybe her, um, cause it, even in the documentary that Fantasia had, mm-hmm. she, she had a lot of support from her grandmother, her mother, now her mother was kind of not feeling that at first with the, you know, get ready to go off. To, to sing but she did her thing her dad was very supportive her her mom her grandmother she had a lot of support even when she had her daughter mm-hmm. it, it showed a lot of support I, I'm not saying that Kay Michelle didn't get support um, I'm saying that as a, as a child when you grow up and grow older you can just about tell the ones that got the um, more of the motherling or, or nurturing um, upbringing. Cause, uh, and, and a lot of people will put it on, you know, um, Christian upbringing. And I, I, I just believe love is love. It doesn't have to definitely, it doesn't have a definition of, you know, if you come up in a Christian household, I just believe if it's a, a loving household, every house is not a home. And maybe um, she had some trauma, not saying it was parents, don't know who it was, but something is definitely wrong for Kay Michelle to know that when she went under the knife like that and it was a life or death situation in the end, she had to go back and do so many surgeries to correct just having all those different surgeries to enhance herself to make herself better to make herself uh, appear prettier to others that she almost killed herself going and she spoke on it so much it saddens me that she do that only to stop with the lower body and then now I'm gonna jump on my face you know right I, I just feel like even though that might have been the lesson at the time mentally she still wasn't there like okay I still don't feel like I'm pretty enough I still feel like I can just do a look that to me is a is her it's, it's, it's she's she's trying to cover um her and, and she can't cover her you have to heal from her and I don't know um it just just don't seem I I, I my heart goes out I don't know what else to say it just didn't look it shocked me. I'm like, 
gosh, Kayla Shell, of all people, I would have never thought that you would have went back under the knife. Because she was really an advocate. She was speaking out and a lot of people was hearing her that you don't have to do all this. This is what happened to you when you try to alter your body. Yep. She had issues going on in the bloodstream. And I seen another lady that was on Fix My Life and she was talking about all the surgeries she had had and her legs were so damaged. The nerves were damaged in her legs. The, she had varicose veins she she couldn't come back from it because she had gotten her rear end done in a you know a back alley so to speak and they just pumped the stuff in her and she was really really ill she said it just it, it changed my life i wanted this to happen um i wanted a different body but i didn't know the end results would be this um i think we have hyped it up and social media has um, a, a huge impact on a lot of people's lives and they feel like they have to do these things to compete. And I, I hate so bad that those, because it really hurts those, it, it hurt the ones that already are going through and already have these issues going on. Now I get it if you want to do it just to, um, you know, just something to do. Uh, I, I don't even understand why you go so hard, especially K. Michelle. Let's just stick with her. I, I just feel like the altering of the body was enough. It took her through so much to try to come back from that. And when she got, went from the body to the face, her face is gorgeous. Yeah. But I just hope in the future she don't have another issue like what she just had with the bottom, you know, and that just tells me that if you can do it, keep going, then it's a bigger problem. It's, it's a bigger than what you're trying to do. You're trying to cover it by changing your appearance. But it's inside. It's your soul. It's your heart. It's your mind. You, you, you're needing to heal. Like you really need to reach out. And I, I wish I could be that one to just at least be that friend just to say, look, it's okay now. You can. You can let it out. You know, I understand you got the money to cover to do it. That's your money. You can do what you want. Right. But I, I as a friend, wouldn't want to see her hurt like that, like going through it, because you could be drop dead gorgeous and still hurt and miserable. It's definitely, um, I, uh, pain. Oh, it, she's definitely, I think, covering, trying to, um, what is the word? She's masking pain. She's trying mm -hmm. to mask pain. Mm -hmm. And because with what she went through with her um, derriere job, well, no, with her derriere oh, yeah. job, because she said oh, that yeah. was such a horrible thing. If I went through all of that and the pain that she had expressed that she was in, I'd be looking sideways at a chemical pill. Like, ever. listen. I would never want to do it again. That's, that's my point. <laughs> so, do you know, anything more than the, some vitamin C oil <laughs> drops on my face, I, you know, I'd be like, eh, just give me these little drops right here and I'll and rub out. it in. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, e so for her to do anything on the face, right, um, Knowing that everything we do, 
to our, anything a person does to their face, even even uh, the Botox. You know, mm-hmm. some people are able to do Botox, but some people do does not look good. Right. And unfortunately, I've seen few people doing something to their face and I they looked originally, you know, right. like why I do anything. Nicole Kidman looked like she did something to her face. And I'm like, Nicole Kidman, you're like a model. Wasn't she a model? She's beautiful yeah. with mm-hmm. porcelain skin. Why? Right. You know, beautiful. When, beautiful. Your cheekbones are way out to here. <laughs> it looks like um Cynthia Bailey looked like she did something. Cynthia Bailey she has. She, was, she has she the cheekbones. Model. Yes, yeah, you has know, a beautiful face structure. Her structure is so beautiful. I, I I'm clueless. Tamar and it looks like, and I, Tamar I think Tamar has pain too. Tamar has yeah. pain too. That's the uh, that she and, and and ironically, it was she and Michelle that was not seeing eye to eye, and they probably if they could see eye to eye, they probably could be the best of friends and help each other get through. Um, absolutely and trauma yeah help them go through the, the help them they can help each other so to speak like um and this is without judging because like I said I have and I still struggle with a lot of things that happen um throughout my life and I don't judge past judgment I am more of a open person on um me trying to get past a lot of trauma and the the thing with me that made me um, relate with what K. Michelle is going through, I um, always thought that I was not the attractive person either. So where she, I guess, I, I'm not judging her because I can't say what I would have done years ago if I had the money too. But... Um, I was a makeup person. I used to, you know, everything had to be about makeup. And I still wear it, but I don't wear it nearly as much or as often as I used to because I felt the same way that we are discussing now that um, people just, like K. Michelle said, she didn't think she was pretty because she was told that. And I guess that's why I could relate and be able to have this type of conversation because it is hurtful and it is a lot of pain and you, you're suppressing it and you'll never get over it because so many people tell you for so long that you really think, well, I must be very ugly or unattractive. So it can be a hurtful thing. And especially if it's coming from at that time, which should be your support system or family members or you know if you hear that you it's gonna always stick in your head you're never gonna I don't care what person comes along until you're ready to deal with it it's never gonna go away never I I totally understand um and the things that people say it really does affect a person's self-esteem and once your self-esteem and self-confidence is damaged it is therapy to be honest to 
even try to come back to a semblance of yourself. Right. Um, I I don't want anyone to it's not okay to improve on your looks. Like, absolutely, get a facial, right. get your nails done, work out, buy a new outfit. But anything that where surgery is involved, really, really think, you know, long and hard before you do it. Um, I was a, uh, a cop for years. I was so small. Um, and I mean, even after I had my son, I was an A cup. Same. You know, <laughs> I and to, to be an African American woman, an adult woman with an A cup, you know, bra size is for me embarrassing. I was, <laughs> didn't like, didn't, I was, I'm going to leave my t shirt on. I was. <laughs> because all I ever heard was how brothers like, you know, thick, curvy women. And here I am, a sister who was not thick and curvy. Um, so, you know, so, so, you know, I can understand wanting to have a boob job, but you know what? There are people in this world that love a little A cup, you know, (laughs) my, my ex, used to call them buttercups. So <laughs> you <laughs> people out there that love a little buttercup, you don't have to get a boob job. You can remain small. If you want the boob job, fine, get it, but be reasonable about the size and everything. Understand that there are men in this world that don't want all of that bigness. Right. They don't. There is somebody for everyone. Some oh, people do it for you. Don't be trying to do it to impress others. If you are just doing it just to impress others, that other person may not even be there another five, ten years or another two years. Hey, it's, it's happening so fast now within six months. You may not even have that same person in your life and here you've altered yourself to, again, appease to another person. And then um, that person is no longer around. Now, absolutely, you know, you would not have done it if you didn't think that it would impress or, 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 or retain the person that you're with. And, you know, that comes a dime a dozen now because if you got your boobs done and, hey, you still got to, you start to alter that. You're going to have to start altering everything else. And now you're a whole nother person. You're not the person that you are. You're the person that you're ready for somebody else to like, but you just miserable because you're just going with the flow to keep that somebody. And, and it takes you into a whole nother space. Now you basically faking it. <laughs> Cause I want to keep somebody. You're a whole Absolutely. fake yeah. But, you know, if it wasn't for society, I would have never thought that there was anything wrong with having an A-cup bra size. You know, <laughs> I didn't know any different. It was all everybody else making comments, um, gym class changing, you know, in school, people making comments. Had nobody made a comment or said anything, I wouldn't have known that an A cup was supposed to be a problem or was a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but you know, it was, it was society that did that. It made me 
I have low A cup self esteem. Um, but uh, people I do want to super duper skinny girl myself, so I definitely feel you on that. Uh, but people I got are mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then my thing is, even after you alter yourself, there's still something else that's going to be wrong. So you're going to change every time somebody don't like something about you, even in no. adult, in the, in the adult life, the adult world, you're still going to have somebody don't like something or you're not um, as something. Uh, they're they're going to make a comparison. And and if you change every time somebody says something and you allow them to get in your head, then yeah, you, you really need to work on yourself. And that Absolutely. is something that I struggled with for a long time. And I still do. Um, I don't really want to say how much it is because, you know, there are mean people that will listen and they would like, yeah, right. so I know what, what I do to get to her now. So I'm not going to really harp on what all still bothers me but it, it's a lot that I have grown from I've outgrown and now I, I know how to come back clap back with that um with what is being said like oh, okay if that's all you got but did you know that this 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 and you know I really don't want to justify I don't have to justify anymore when you're younger I see people justifying or, or maybe want to justify but as I get older if that's what you want to say okay cool you know, but there are others that may not think the way that you do. And that's who you need to, um, you know, have in your circle or, or deal with the people that are pouring into you, not people that are drawing out of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, self-love, I think you had a key, a key support. And if you don't have support, then get a therapist, mm -hmm. um, a, a life coach is that you can, you can get if it's speaking with someone at church, um, any, any, any type of counseling have a lot of support around you. Um, I think confidence. I've shared some, some numbers in previous podcasts, just, um, you know, even suicide hotlines or uh, just a therapy hotline, they have those um, 800 numbers and um, those that are working have an EAP line. And most people are doing that, especially now since the pandemic. Um, mental health has been heavy into a lot of um, corporations and, and businesses. They make sure they, they get that piece in um, whether it's in your benefits or if they just offer it. I mean, my job um, actually have outbreaks sometime where you do breakout rooms or breakout sessions. Um, and I I'm working from home now, but they would do it even in office. But now they're doing it more so because people are working from home and they're not used to it. And it creates um, anxiety and all different types of um, different mental thoughts. So they try to make sure that they, you know, get your mind, your juices flowing, try to keep you positive and then speak on things that you need to do to try to, um, I, they know it's hard. They know that the world has changed and a lot of things have changed and it's 
really been hard on a lot of people. So they speak a lot on mental health, even at work. So I say that to say a lot of jobs now have at least uh, EAP, which is the Employment Assistance Program. And you could, um, sometimes they allow you like three free counseling sessions, but it's Mm -hmm. worth calling or worth reaching out to HR, reaching out to someone in your um, company that knows the benefit package that can share that information with you. Then you can go to the hospitals. There's mental health, um, behavior health centers in every state. You can go there and just figure out because they most of them have a sliding scale, if not that. And even if you don't want to talk, there's a lot of telehealth where you don't want to go in person. There's a lot of telehealth. It's just there's resources. Um, but when you're going through, it's hard to tell that your brain is foggy. Mine is one of them. I'm going through yeah. it for me to just think of something um, right away. That's where the support comes in. That's you know, you and I are like that. Um, if something is getting, we get cloudy and I will pick up the phone and call you easily and be like, you know, Sonia, I need to talk. And yes. that I need, you know, everybody needs somebody. Um, my sister is a good person for me. I have cousins and it, it, it helps. Um, but if you don't have those support systems, those people, those friends, family, that's what those lines are for. That's what mental people are afraid to go to behavior health. Um, fortunately, if I hadn't went, <laughs> I don't know where I would be today. I had to go and talk to someone. I've been through a lot. So I always try to tell everybody it's not bad as you think. And it's not the old saying where people say you're, you, you're going crazy or you She's at the crazy house or something like that. No, you might need to go on out there and try to get it together before, you know, you, you're a loose cannon and nobody knows. And all you can do is go to jail if you take it out on somebody else. So, you you know, you you don't want to have that in front of children. And you, it's a lot. of It can affect you in a lot of ways. Um, so I speak heavy on mental health because um, I don't want to see anyone go down the wrong path. K. Michelle just stuck out to me so badly. I just had to talk about it. Yeah. Chill person, like a friend in my head, like I could pick along with her. Um, she seems like she shoots from the hip. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, there's a lot of pain and trauma and, um, it it affects, you know, pain and trauma affects the way we view things. We react to things and, you know, our how we feel about our own selves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if anyone is going through a, a thing where they feel that they're not pretty enough um, or not good enough, you know, talk to someone. You know, you don't have to... If you if you want to get the boob job, like you said, the boob job or whatever for yourself, not because society told you your boobs were too small, society told you that your derriere is too small, but you want to, you want that tummy tuck for yourself, not because right. society has an issue with your tummy. Um, if that's what you want to do, then still 
research it, take your time, try to get the best doctor that you can afford. Do not, surgery is not something you want to, you know, right. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it, you can you get what you pay for. Right. Yes. Listen, if there's a difference between regular store brand bread and Wonder Bread, and that's just (laughs) bread, you know, then there is a difference with bargain basement surgery and, you know, a good quality surgeon that is well respected in the community and has, you know, a lot of experience with whatever it is that you're trying to do. You want to get the, not want to, um, go to another country. Uh, I think everyone should have learned from Kanye West's mother and she had money. So, and look what happened. Um, uh, You you want to stay here where you can, you know, be in a hospital, God forbid, you know, and um, have the best care. Someone can get to you. You if you go away in these foreign countries or out of the country and nobody knows you, um, they are not obligated <laughs> to be the. They are just there to do what you're paying them to do. They don't have to be emotionally attached. They could care less if you're in pain. And actually, after they got the money, you know, if if you was to pass away, that. that it's unfortunate. They make you sign that liability, and if you pass away, you pass away. So, right, it it is not. Um, I wouldn't make that decision likely, but um, just do it for yourself if you're gonna do it, and be careful, like Sonya said. Um, weigh your options, and know that if it, if it's really cheap, if it's too good to be true it's too good to be true it It is i've watched i don't know who else has watched botched (laughs) i have watched if it's too good to be true it is exactly what she said it is watch a few episodes of botched oh my god i mean it's it's a risk it's an absolute Mm -hmm. risk and and unless there is some defect odds are how you look is perfectly fine you know you know and if you wait long enough when you get older when you get in your 50s your a cups will turn to b cups and they (laughs) might turn to c cups you just gotta wait (laughs) you just gotta wait it out It'll I happen. am a living witness. <laughs> they will transition. <laughs> they will a bit more faster than you thought. Like, whoa, what happened? I went from A to Z. Yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. It, it, you <laughs> know? I was then, like, when did this happen? Like, what? Okay. what? It was probably for the best that it had to wait for me because, girl, I wouldn't have known how to act if I had these little boobs and that little booty. <laughs> Dang, shoot, Listen. that's what I would have fit in. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in now." Um, but unfortunately, I, I wasn't the one that was blessed with the. My sister had the hourglass, and my cousin had the hourglass. My best friend had the hourglass, and I was the. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was. I was the oddball out, you know. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. 
It's right. hard. It's yeah, hard. And when you go out with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Who's the oldest? Oh, you're the oldest? No, she's not. I am, but it doesn't matter. Oh, well, she's bigger than you. I know. I was here. You know, I'm I'm right here. I know she's bigger than me. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. But now <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of some of it now. So it's okay. I, I And it's for me. It's not for anybody else. It's just that I, I do don't want to, you know, for health reasons, I want to make sure I maintain just for um because of the family, my dad's side. I want to make sure I don't have a heart condition or, you know, suffer with diabetes or anything. So I want to make sure that I take care of myself in that manner. That's my personal reason why I don't want to go get surgery, but I just want to make sure I maintain my weight so that I don't have, you know, health issues along the way. But Sonia, I want to tell you, I appreciate you. I thank you so much for joining me to have this conversation. And I I asked you and immediately you, you accept. And I thank you for that because we can talk for hours, you and I. Uh, we always do. But I'm surprised I think we didn't go on a tangent because that happens. <laughs> we'll go left real Actually, I, I had to catch myself a few minutes ago because I was about to trip on out there. You didn't, you didn't even bring me back. I, I, I caught myself like normally. <laughs> We'd be on a whole different topic by now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But do you but this have was fun. Yeah, it was. I I needed to get that off my chest um, because, like I said, I could relate so much to the hurt and um, that looks like hurt to me. It, it, I, I, she's beautiful, but um, to leave your body, to go to your face after you almost died doing your body, it just really seems like hurt and, and suppression, like she's suppressing something. But I, I really wish her well. Um, I think is her country song already out on the CD. I saw something on Instagram that an album is out. I haven't yeah. had a chance to listen to it. I saw it today, actually. Um, I think so I something has dropped. Listen to uh, a song. I didn't know if the um, what if it was the single, if it was the CD. But something has came out, and I would definitely take a listen to it because um, I like K. Michelle. I really do. She was one <laughs> of the best little um, concerts I've. She came to Charlotte. It uh -huh. was an excellent show. Excellent show. I really, really enjoyed it. She um, is a professional um, and sassy at the same time. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was awesome. She knew how to listen, and um, I think she's great. Good. Well, I thank you so much, and I'd love to have you back if I, if you don't mind. Um, we have another great topic or something you and I talk about. You'll come back? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank you, Melanated Words. I want to thank Sonia for joining me tonight. And y'all keep um, in touch. There's more coming. Stay tuned. I love you all. God bless and peace. Peace.